Because of the ongoing coronavirus epidemic, we continue to pre-record episodes over Zoom. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. I'm doing the show with my good friends, John and Sue. Hello. Hey, guy. Hey there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, uh, we were sort of, you know, joking last week that, uh, you know, there wasn't, you know, we have to find the other things to talk about because, of course, you know, President Trump hadn't been indicted yet, as at least it hadn't been as far as we'd seen, far as we knew. And, of course, this past Monday, he was indeed indicted. So, in Georgia. So, that's uh, pretty... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number four number four well the, the fourth separate trial um uh, he was indicted on i think 13 different counts um and I mean, like there the are fourth set yes the fourth set uh the second prosecution uh in a state court as opposed to a federal court and uh there are 18 other defendants in this trial so um it's an interesting contrast to what um, uh, Special Prosecutor uh, Jack Smith is doing, which was, you know, he's crafted uh, a very lean, focused case that's just looking at uh, Mr. Trump and his actions leading up to uh, January 6th with the, uh, you know, attempt to uh, uh, submit slates of false electors and whatnot. And that's... Um, uh, going to be not have any distractions. There won't be any other defendants, um, you know, baking objections or uh, bringing motions or whatever. Uh, it's just uh, the federal government making sp- very specific targeted uh, allocations against Mr. Trump. And the Georgia case is, well, it's using Georgia state law, which is a, a different kettle of fish. And includes the the Georgia state uh, racketeering influenced and corrupt organizations uh, statute RICO, which is a whole other thing, and is just a, a, a much more comprehensive attempt uh, to bring to heel a, a whole criminal conspiracy. So it's Mr. Trump and eighteen accomplices who are all charged with you know, different components of, of it. So uh, one person, I forget her name right now, but she's uh, she's charged with um, uh, assisting them in breaking into uh, county voting machines in one Georgia county so they could try and demonstrate that, uh, the you know, that things weren't secure and, you know, anybody can break into this and, you know, thus we can't trust the vote totals. And, you know, it's like, well, you're you're kind of, Kind of proving that, kind of, kind of, but yeah, <laughs> anyway. So, um, yeah. So uh, that's all super awesome and fun. What do you guys think? Yay! <laughs> well, the Georgia Georgia one is Rico. So that's yes, exactly. Important. Yeah, it's crazy that they're actually using Rico. Well, they've used it there for corrupt teachers' case and um, for uh, some gang stuff. So they use it. They've used it in a lot of white collar. Yeah. In Georgia, the um, the Washington D.C. Uh, uh, indictment is four counts total. Yes. So it's pretty simple and straightforward. Yeah, brilliant. Because he's going to try and do it soon, so that it's done before the election, which I think is important for the for the American public. So that's I, a good thing. I I agree. Um, it's it's. It's a it's an interesting sort of contrasting approach of of, of legal styles and and philosophies uh, because uh, uh, District Attorney um, Fawny Willis, I believe it's how it's pronounced, right? Yes, Fawny. Right. Okay. I just I'd heard it Fanny, and as you when I said that earlier, you corrected me because I was like, oh, I don't know, you know. Uh, but no, apparently it's it's a it, the name is from Swahili. You said. Yeah, Swahili. Her dad was a um, single dad, and he was a defense attorney, and he was a member of the Black Panthers, and uh, I guess he raised her right. So it's good. I guess so, yeah. It's really good. Oh. It means, I think it means um, 
prosperous. I have a note somewhere, but it means something in Swahili. So cool. Well, good. I, I hope she is prosperous. Or, she or maybe ninety percent conviction yeah. rate. So I think that you know she's yeah. she's kind of a superstar. But I'm prosperous, sure the Trump yes. people are confirmed prosperous. Confirmed. Yeah. Good. <laughs> My memory had actually worked today. That's good. Somebody's has to. Um, and <laughs> well, and also uh, though the the other case I've. The, the thing I'd heard about that previously that was that she was in, involved in is the prosecution of that scheme to rig test scores in the uh, uh, Fulton County School District in Atlanta. Yeah, the teachers. Yeah. You know, and some the administrators teachers. and just, yeah. you know, on the one hand, I I absolutely, you know, wrongdoing is wrongdoing and we should absolutely prosecute it. But at the same time, I remember thinking like – that. They're, they're school teachers. I mean, like Rico seems a bit much, you know, like, like I'm not saying this, saying this is, doesn't matter at all, but at the same time, like this isn't like, you know, the Gambino family, you know, having people shot on the street in front of Joe's house of pizza or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. But white collar needs, needs to go to jail. I think that's one of the problems well, with our society that white collar often is, uh, you know, they, they sure. you think of a, a hoodlum and they should go to jail or the mafia. And, you know, some of the things that, um, you know, white collar do like Enron or, uh, oh, some of sure. the other tactics, some of the Trump organization behaviors, you know, those are, those should be recode. And I think it's, you know, I think it's partly the way Rico came into existence, right? It was, the yeah, yeah, chasing, yeah, 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 yeah. Chasing no, down back, organized crime. Back in the seventies. Yeah. And yeah. There was this, um, attorney who made a name for himself back in the nineties, uh, federal <laughs> prosecutor out of the Southern district of New York prosecuting. He went after, uh, the, the, the infamous five crime families of the New York mafia. I loved Giuliani then. And, I thought he was. Right. The, and then he also yes, went yeah. after Michael Milken and even Ivan Bosky yeah. and all those other, you know, uh, yeah. wall streets, insider trading sleaze bags. And he got them. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and now Mr. Giul- here's Mr. Giuliani on the other end of a RICO case. Uh, uh, I think five different counts against him. I f- should have written that down. But yeah, yeah he, he's multiple counts of uh, of taking part in a criminal conspiracy to rig the election. So that's uh, less that's than fun. awesome for him. Yeah. That's a cool yeah. thing. Yeah. So just. Uh, I, I'm sure, you know, go back 30 years or 35 years, the, uh, you know, uh, uh, the 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 younger Mr. Giuliani, I'm sure would be thrilled to know what he was up to at the age of 79. You know, it's yeah. like, clearly I'm living well if I'm facing these charges in Georgia. I, I well, I think imagine. he has mad cow or something. Something's uh, he's he's not the same person. I just wanted to do a quick mm. summary um, you know, we give Trump too much airtime, but this is a good one. So these these are the 13 counts against him. There's one Rico. Oh, yeah. Fire away, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three counts, violation of oath. Two counts, conspiracy uh, for false statements and writings. Two counts of forgery, conspiracy. Two counts of false statements and writings. Uh, one count of conspiracy to commit uh, impersonating a public officer, one count of uh, conspiracy to commit filing false documents, and one of filing false documents. These are direct because there's 19 um, there's 19 defendants, and there's over 40 counts, but 13 of them yes. go to go to Trump himself. So yeah. they've really got him in the crosshairs. So yeah, it's amazing. Yep. Yep. And. And the other charges also include like, uh, uh, you know, uh, perjury, uh, breaking it, you know, uh, uh, you know, attempted, uh, uh, you know, hack computer hacking and stuff like that. It's uh, yeah, it's not good. It's not good at all. Um, yeah. Very strong I, case. And I hear what you're saying. take s- a long time to try oh, yeah. it, I imagine. Well, especially with with 18 co-defendants. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I've mentioned it before on this show, but there's a uh, uh, a short 
uh, history podcast that Rachel Maddow did earlier this year called Ultra. Um, and it's about um, uh, Nazi sympathizers and fascist, uh, uh, homegrown fascist and Nazi agents uh, in the 1930s, uh, basically conspiring to stage a coup and topple the United States government and conduct espionage against the United States. And uh, there was a big trial where uh, a uh, special prosecutor appointed by uh, the, the attorney general, a guy named John Raggi, um, brought brought uh, like 20 of them to trial or whatever. And it was just became an absolute circus because just with so many defendants, you know, they all had to like be able to like have their attorneys ask questions and they all, you know, had different objections and the judge had to hear each one and they all wanted to do things in court. So, you know, it just became very, very difficult to control the whole thing. And it took months and months to do. So it didn't work as well as it might have. Um, I, I think a number of people wound up, you know, the whole I think for a number of them, I think that it ended in a mistrial just because it was just such a big, unwieldy prosecution. So uh, hopefully District Attorney Willis uh knows what she's doing um and can handle this um i mean she's done it before so it, it's not a, I, i'm not saying there's no way but just yeah, you know this is a she, bit different this is a bit different the stakes are higher and she, you know she's by prosecuting in you know all of these well we'll see what actually happens but she her plan is to prosecute all of the defendants at the same time in the same trial. And that just adds all, many levels of complication. And that, again, is one of the things Jack Smith, the federal prosecutor, uh, has avoided because the uh, the false electors scheme leading up to January 6th, there were other people closely involved and they are listed. They're not named, but it's pretty clear that it's people like Mark Meadows and, and whatnot are unindicted co-conspirators in that. And there are six of them numbered, listed, but not named in uh, his indictment. And of course, uh, there's nothing preventing uh, Mr. Smith from bringing charges against them after uh, the Trump trial is yeah. over. Um, it'd be pretty hard if Trump's acquitted because it's like, you know, it's hard to send somebody to prison for assisting somebody in a criminal scheme if the the mastermind or whatever is let off the hook. But uh, it's also great leverage to get them to uh, flip on him and start testifying, which who knows, well, they may do. Well, and, and that can happen in the funny Willis prosecution because some of those folks will take a plea. I would or, imagine. Yeah. Or turn, turn, you know, become become witnesses. So I imagine that not all 19 folks will be in the final version of that. But one of the trials that she did, it took them six months to pick a jury for the same reason. All those attorneys had a chance to say, nope, not that one, not that one. So it's, it, it'll, they're trying to start at what March, the day before super Tuesday, March 4th next year. And everybody's saying it will slip. And even if they started, then it might take them six months to get the jury. So I, it's I would, yeah, hard. I wouldn't be surprised if it takes them a long time because, you know, think about it like, oh, I, somebody, you know, the, 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 I don't know, one of the other co-defendants, whoever, you know, might be like, oh, I think, you know, this kind of jury would be very sympathetic to me. So I want more of them. And, you know, whereas like Rudy Giuliani is like, nope, no, I don't want any women on there because. Yeah, preempt the women. They, they, they will hate me. So I don't want that. Um, you know, but they all have to have like one juror, jury together. So, yeah, I could easily see that taking a long time and, and being yeah. very, very difficult. Uh, yeah. It makes a better story, though. They say that it's better for the jury because they get the whole story. Mm -hmm. The way the evidence is introduced compared to a regular trial where, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's not allowed in. Whereas this, they actually allow even some, uh, you know, somebody setting up a meeting to further the, the conspiracy. You know, it's sort of like um, people were saying, well, how can you how can you go after somebody for setting up a meeting? But they said, well, if you have a bank robbery and the person's driving by a bank, that's not really a crime. But if they're casing the joint. That's in furtherance of the crime. So driving by the bank, looking at it, 
becomes a crime. And they said that's why the RICO statutes are so important because right. you can you can put the whole. It makes more sense to a jury, I guess, is the way to put it. So. Right. No, I mean, if 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 the three of us decide that we're going to try and I don't know topple the government of Monaco, and uh, you know, uh, Ooh, can we go there? Yeah, that's part of the plan. Really, that's that's the main reason. It's okay if we fail; just we get to go to Monaco and relax and have fun. Um, uh, but you know, like, and, and if some mutual friend of ours, you know, uh, 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 like Sid from Evidence Based, is like, sure, okay, you can, you know, you can hang out, uh, you know, you can borrow my car while you go and do this or whatever, and it's like, yeah, okay, uh, but that would make them part of the criminal conspiracy, or at least potentially. I mean, arguably, if they're like, oh, they just said, can we borrow your car? And I said, sure, whatever, I don't know. But if they know that we're up to something hinky and they let us borrow the car anyways, or they, you know, say, sure, yeah, you can, you can, you know, you can Mater- meet. Material yeah. support. <laughs> right, you know, or go ahead and, you know, if you want to like, uh, you know, I'll be out, but if you guys want to want to crash at my place, uh, and, and, you know, meet and talk, that's fine, whatever, you know, so yeah, all of that stuff. Um, There's something else in the, in the Trump case, uh, Trump case that sure, go um, ahead. is pretty important. The grand jury, um, are starting oh, to face right. threats because mm. yeah, the, the grand jury, Georgia, um, does not screen or does not keep grand, the grand jury grand jury's names private. Um, they don't uh, they don't keep them under wraps, so you can look them up, and a bunch of people did. Um, and yep. now they're facing I- death threats. They're uh, giving they're they're getting security and stuff like, and plus they're inundated with uh, with press. You know, like the press is just going after them. Um, it's really, I know like there's reasons for grand juries to be public, you know, to, to just to keep people like accountable. Um, like, uh, I think we were talking about this earlier, Sue, but it's, well, it, it, in, in part, the, it's like, oh, sixties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's like weird how like everybody on the grand jury is actually a cousin of the of the district attorney. How strange. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. They let everybody go. They didn't indict anybody. Yes. I think that's why they do it. Whatever. Yeah. Did you want me to? They should have done something with this case, though. They should have known. I'm just sorry. Kidding. No, don't read their. Oh, okay. I was gonna say no. I don't want to hear <laughs> I mean, their names. I can look them yeah, up if I, I actually have, care. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but but that's the sad thing. I mean, I got this indictment off the web, and it's you know, yeah. it's ninety pages. But there they all are listed. You know. Yeah. And it's yeah. So and they've uh, been docked. Been docked, right? Somebody, one of the right wing websites, put them up with all their addresses and everything. Mm-hmm. So now they have protection. I think they had protection. I heard they had protection. That the yeah, AG's office is protecting. Yeah. For how long are they going to be protected? And and is the do you Sue? Do you know if the names of the jurors in the in the it, like They're for the actual case too. will be pub- public? Because they'll be they public will not. too. Oh, not thank to, God! Oh, I thought they were. No, the, I heard not they until were. afterwards. Yeah, on Georgia. I mean, afterwards. They that might would. well be afterwards, but they definitely yeah. they can absolutely sequester the jury and keep all that that they quiet. Really and to. and I think well, I don't know. Uh, I do know that in, in some state cameras. laws, it's it's okay, and they can they can still find ways to you know shadow or obscure the jury so that people can identify them by looking at them. Yeah. Maybe they could put those cat things on that the web you can do with your phone. Right? What a filter! <laughs> you want to put a filter on the jury, Sue? Is that is that they could all have like is that really little, happening right now? They could all have like cat ears or something. You know? Yeah, I sure. Think that yeah. would be. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hate yeah. everything. Just <laughs> everything. Just. Uh. Ugh, it's, I'm sorry. Ugh. It's brilliant. I'm I don't know why why no one thought of that before. I'm now I'm just gonna slam my head on the desk a few times. Don't don't that mind seems, me. I'll cut it out of the recording. That that's um, good of you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, but um, the 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 people are getting inundated with threats, with press, and everything. Like people are turning off their phones. I'm sure some people are gonna have to move. Um, this is like the like 
I really hope that in future cases involving Trump or his supporters or something, they think ahead about this because specific people are crazy. They're they're They can yeah. be very, very specifically crazy. It's, it's, it can, it's dangerous. They can be dangerous. The, the DC well, judge has been getting threats yeah. and they caught some woman in Texas and picked her up. So she's, she's going to jail. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, one one would hope from that her home the, phone. Yeah, that the well, they're not all geniuses. Um, one I didn't would say hope they're that, smart. I said they were crazy, not crazy yeah. smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully, because the grand jury's work is done, like they've heard the evidence, they've returned an indictment. There's, you know, it as far as their involvement in the whole matter, it's it's over. So one would hope that you know it, that people will let it go because after all, it's you know it's, it's over um, and done with. But give them a lot of credit. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. For credit. some of them, it's their life's work to be in this cult called Trump. It, they, they're just so motivated. I, you know, it really is like a cult. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You know what's funny? No. Um, I've I've seen this argument a few times, and and I really like it. It's uh, um, when when people are 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 like uh like people like um. When people on the left are like, yeah, good, prosecute Trump, good. And then people on the right will say, well, we'll go after Biden. And then we're like, okay. did, he, did he crime something? Good. You know, <laughs> and, it's because, and it really shows how the like people in that state, like they think that it's like whenever when when someone brings up Bill Maher and they're like calling him one of the left's like leaders or something and we're like no he's he's a jerk i I almost said something else but um it's it's this mentality of honestly uh, he's a he's a specific kind of person he He really is is. he's 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 it's but but that's the thing like if if uh if if someone on the right that that that's a specific person like says well, we'll go after Biden or, or, or we'll go after this person. And then most people on the left will be like, good, you know, like, and it, and it shows how there's a cult of personality on one side and the other side is just, we're just tired, you know, we're just, yeah. <laughs> we're just tired. <laughs> we want like people that know what they're doing and stuff. And that's pretty much it. Like, can we just have that? Is that something Honestly, it's it's giving me an it's giving me a new appreciation of all the crap, you know, women and African Americans and other uh, groups facing extra challenges in our society have to deal with. It's like, oh, oh, this is what you mean when you say like it's exhausting having to put up with all this nonsense. Please stop. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You well, yeah. Sorry, and you should be. But I am. <laughs> as as the representative of the of the cis white male uh, delegation, uh, we we of the African American uh, delegation do accept your your uh, your apology and proclamation of of uh, recompense. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. I don't know how the uh, women's delegation would would take this, uh, but you'll have to um, you have to speak hey, to them to and their representative. One. Yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, honestly, you know, like, uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take my medicine, you know, because it's, it's for the good of the nation and, and for the culture. Um, don't say that. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> don't, don't say for the culture. No, no. Oh, I, I, I guess I misunderstood what that means. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, we are actually coming up on the halfway break and, oh man. Wow. One more we, thing. Yes. Uh, while we're on the legal thing, I just wanted to mention something that SCOTUS is doing that I don't like. Uh, that's making me tired. Uh, they are uh, considering um, uh, hearing a case uh, brought to uh, brought to the Supreme Court from New York from a couple of landlord associations um, or lobbying groups uh, that might overrule rent control. That's actually going to be really relevant, I think, to what we want to talk about in the second half. Yeah, I just, you know, and to okay. Northampton because we're looking at home rule for to 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 put in rent control. 
Just yeah, horrible. I, Just yeah. horrible. Well, I think uh, I, we definitely have to talk about um, the the fires Scottish. that have hit Maui. Um, well, and SCOTUS, you know, but I think we have to talk about like the disaster in Hawaii and whatnot. And I think uh, because there's a there's a housing angle to that, too. So I think we should definitely talk about that. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, we're going to play some PSAs, promos and station IDs and also get an update on the uh, writers and actors strike and any other sort of labor news uh in the you know during our little intermission here um so don't go away we'll be right back table of contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in a cd or tape player each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so yet never dull Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. And now it's time for strike news or hot labor summer or something like that. So I just want to give everybody an update on what is going on with the SAG-AFTRA, WGA, and other strikes that are going on. WGA is still in talks with the AMPTP, which is which are basically like the big studios that they're striking against, you know, like Disney, Amazon, Netflix, things like that. They are under a media blackout. So if you see any articles uh, like the one I'll post that's titled TV staff minimums uh, remains key sticking point, but some in WGA privately grumble, nobody asked for this. That is incorrect. That is just propaganda put up by the studios. The variety headline, a lot of the, the trades really are in the pocket of the studios, as I understand it. So the TV writers usually have like large writer rooms, you know, for extended periods. And now they're asking for a minimum amount of writers. Like instead of having like three, they want like 10 or something like that, just so people can have jobs. The WGA wants this. They no, Nobody asked for this is incorrect. So that's something I really want to put a point on. Don't believe everything you hear, especially about the negotiations. The other, the next thing is that Bethany Frankel, who was on uh, Real Housewives, uh, Real Housewives series, she is looking to unionize reality TV stars, not just the hosts, which are under SAG, but the people, the, the contestants and people that appear on the shows because they get paid too, but they don't get residuals or anything. So hopefully they'll be able to join SAG or join like another union because then they can strike too. And that'll be good. And the last thing is just not uh, really related to the entertainment news, but the UAW 
is pressing for a strike against uh, three automakers in Detroit. Uh, this is going to be almost 150,000 workers. And some estimates say that if they do go on strike, it'll cost about $5 billion if they strike for 10 days. They are going to vote for a strike or against a strike by the 27th. And the deadline to make a deal with the automakers is September 14th. So we might there we might see another strike happening in September. And this is including SAG, AFTRA, the WGA, possibly the UAW, apparently Waffle House, and uh, a couple other places. So we have a lot of labor stuff going on. And personally, I'm really happy about it. So I will continue to update everybody uh, every week until, you know, the studios, you know, pay people what they what they're worth. And we're back with civil politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. Uh, Jamra, thanks for doing that uh, little update for us. No <clears throat> much, problem. Much appreciated. And uh, 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 just. I really do hope they, uh, you know, the, the 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 reality TV people uh, unionize and get the get what they deserve. You know, I mean, I for the most part, I'm not a big fan of reality TV shows, but uh, you know, a lot of people watch them and they make a lot of money. And uh, the people who are there getting you know locked up in houses and forced to go on dates on some tropical island or you know eat snails in Tahiti or where whatever. You know they they deserve a a, a a a piece of the pie just like everyone else. So they also deserve a safe and appropriate uh, workplace. Uh, they right. deserve a, a workplace where they don't have to worry about uh, uh, um, sexual harassment. Which I just want to bring up is something that really obsessed me because SAG is act as asking for more protections for sexual harassment and the studios have rejected that. Yeah. Why? Shut up. I hate you. <sighs> Look, I mean, you know, if you're some billionaire who runs a, a you know, a major streaming service, you know, you got to be able to, to – you know, set up dates and meet people somehow, right? You know. Oh so, my god! So, yeah. uh, we were talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were talking about. You know, it's weird how like uh, these these rich people are having trouble. You know, winning the the public debate with uh, you know thousands of professional storytellers and you know thousands of really rich, famous, attractive, and beloved people. You know, it's it's strange how shocking. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely shocking. Uh, yeah. So we were talking. Of, I think we were going to talk about uh, uh, housing. Well, housing, uh, uh, and I think because it, I think it, it connects, but I also think it's 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 important. Uh, I want to just at least touch briefly on uh, the terrible fire uh, that struck the island of Maui, uh, which is the second largest of the Hawaiian islands, um, uh, this past week. And um, there are a number of fires that that spread there. And I, we think we talked about this at least a little bit on last week's show. We did. We did. Okay. Okay. Good. I was suddenly I'm like, did I talk about this with you or somebody else? But um, uh, the the death toll has you know it's over a hundred people. <clears throat> They're continuing to find uh, uh, more remains, um, and the the details that have come out is it tr truly shocking just like the the especially the the town of Lahaina just overwhelmed by the uh by the onrushing flames or whatever and um uh it, you know the Hawaiian the Maui County the state of Hawaii <clears throat> they're um they just weren't prepared for this kind of a disaster um and people were complaining for example that they didn't set off the the warning sirens that are uh, in, uh, you know, all, all along the, the the coasts of all the Hawaiian islands, um, but the warning sirens are there to warn of tsunami. And uh, I heard one of the county officials saying, you know, making the very sensible point of like, look, we didn't want to like turn on the sirens and have people start running like mad 
inland towards the fires. You know, we yeah. thought that would be bad. Instead of to the water. Yeah. Right. And it's like, yeah, yeah I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's easy to imagine doing a different and better uh, emergency alarm system so that people would know, oh, run towards the water because there's a fire or something. Um, but they weren't set up for that now. So that that's terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of things failed, the, the cell systems and all that stuff. Yeah. It sounds, it was sounded horrible. And a lot yeah. of the victims have harrowing stories. And now a lot of the properties are just, they've been burnt to smithereens. Yeah. And that's, gone. that's actually part of why I think this, this connects. Uh, and, and John, right. You've gotten some information about um, where people can make contributions to actually help uh, the people who are actually, uh, uh, who affected yeah. affected lost their um, homes and whatnot first thing would be one would be the maui food bank so it'd be maui food bank dot um, org m-a-u-i is maui the second one would be the hawaii community foundation dot uh, org so all one word hawaii community foundation dot org uh slash maui dash strong or there will be a link on there and those links will be in our uh show notes uh and on our website for this show so uh if you can please um go to those sites and i will have uh there is a Reddit post from the Maui Reddit that has a bunch of other links. So I will uh, post that as well. If you want to look through there, if you want to send any donations, if you're in Hawaii, somehow you're listening to us. If you're in Hawaii, you know, the blood bank is also good money. Yeah. Please spend, please send money. Anytime there's a disaster. And this is just in general, send money. Unless you're local and you know what people need, do not send clothes, do not send food, send money, but give yeah. money to food banks, give money to community, to community action groups, give money to local on the ground, um, funds. Do not give to red cross or any international things. If they're on the ground, if they're there, then give money to them because they can use money and they can, and they know how to buy the most amount of food with that that money they might have deals with local grocers they might have deals with with local farmers and they can get a ton of stuff stretch that dollar to its limit so send and that, money <laughs> and that, that actually is um hawaii because it's uh because it's a, 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 a an archipelago um the, uh, sourcing food for the islands is always a a, a more challenging and potentially expensive uh, yes. problem than it would be for say I don't know Vermont exactly um, right um uh so uh that is absolutely send it to the people who live there um and and don't don't go to Hawaii um especially don't go to Maui yeah. you know like like yeah. right now they like they the, like Maui especially I think like eighty percent of the money the the business there is centered around tourism or whatever. But right now they can't deal with us, so uh, <laughs> don't go. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I think it, Biden and, is going Monday, isn't he? He's he's put it off he until Monday. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's going next week. But also, like, like Which is good. Yeah. And there's obviously there's the whole sort of apparatus of of security around the president, but it's also. Um, you know, one of the one of the caveats, I think, is like, you know, especially don't go if you're going to have to, like, stay in a hotel and be a tourist, you know, because they need those rooms for people right now. Yeah. Right. And and also, like, a lot of people like a lot of people are working on relief efforts. So, like, like, you know, they, you know, taking people away from that to, like, work these jobs, staffing the these hotels isn't so helpful. So, like, if you've got local connections or people like that, you know, then that's a different matter. But. Also, don't buy houses. Yes, and that is why it's it's connecting to this because please um, don't buy second houses in Hawaii. Please don't. It, right, it, like the the housing market in Hawaii, just in general, is well, stupid. It it um, is it is ridiculously. And now it's going to be worse. It is, and uh, many people are hearkening back uh, thirty years, thirty one years, I guess to be precise, to nineteen ninety two. Uh, what was then a 
well, actually is still a, a fairly unprecedented and shocking development because where Hawaii is positioned um, in uh, uh, the subtropics and with the prevailing trade winds, Hawaii tends not to get struck by hurricanes. It, they're very, very rare uh, uh, events there. And 1992, Hurricane Iniki came ashore uh, on uh, the western end of the Hawaiian chain uh, and struck the island of Kauai uh, very heavily and caused an enormous amount of damage, um, uh, you know, and among other things, delayed the filming of, or, or it interfered with the production of the filming of uh, Jurassic Park by Steven Spielberg, but um, also uh, destroyed a lot of people's homes. And in the aftermath, a whole bunch of uh, rich tech people and whatnot, like I think Bill Gates, uh, but I could be wrong about him specifically, but a whole bunch of people from off the island sort of, you know, pounced and bought up, uh, paid, you know, cheap prices for land on the island uh, to people who were desperate for cash. And uh, like a lot of uh, uh, Kauai is, is one of the poorer islands uh, in um, in Hawaii. And uh, they they bought up a whole lot of land and displaced a lot of uh, a lot of people, a lot of native Hawaiians. And um, Lahaina on Maui is well, actually, at one point it was the the capital of of the of the kingdom of Hawaii. It was uh, the royal seat. There was a, the palace of uh, I can't remember Queen Lea Alohalani. I'm I'm not sure I'm getting that right. So I apologize. But um, yeah, that was there was a royal palace there. And uh, so it's a town that is rich in history. And now uh, it's gone. And the vultures are circling. And the vultures are circling. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Biden giving seven hundred dollars to each person? He's got the, the FEMA emergency funds just to just to give them some, you know, some cash for the next room. week or two. I hope yeah. so. I hope so. I think so. I think it certainly sounds more useful than throwing. That. It sounds more useful than throwing paper towels at them. But you know, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I it, mean, it's... it is <laughs> more useful than paper towels. Yes, not very much money, but I understand, yeah, especially I in Hawaii. Only... But it is it like I Wasn't at this there point like twenty four hundred residents. I forget how big Lahaina was. Yeah, it's about I, it, it's it's a couple of thousand people. It's not a huge yeah. settlement. Uh, yeah, you know there aren't like the most densely populated island uh, in the chain is uh, Oahu, which is where Honolulu is, and Pearl Harbor and all the uh, you know a lot of uh, federal federally owned military yeah. uh, installations. But it's um, yeah, it's it's. It's a, a, a an island where there's a lot of tourism, and so there are a lot of people who uh, work, you know, in hotels and, uh, you know, running, you know, uh, boat tours and, you know, scuba lessons and, you know, whatever else, you know, serving uh, people who come to Hawaii to enjoy how beautiful it is and have fun in the sun. And uh, I you know, having gone to Hawaii and, and had fun in the sun, I, I, I hope there's a time and a place where that's appropriate and welcome and, 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 and good people are being good guests. But, um, yeah, it's, it's right now. Yeah. yeah. And, um, rents are already high in Hawaii. And now that, uh, a lot of land has been destroyed and a lot of people have been left homeless. It's only going to get worse. And, uh, I think that's one of the reasons why it's so important uh, I don't know if the state of Hawaii has rent control, but I think this might well be a push to help them to get off the ground and actually institute rent control and uh, Here's price a spicy control take. properties and whatnot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just want to interrupt for a second. Here's a Go spicy ahead. take. I think the state of Hawaii should institute uh, a maximum amount of tourists. Yeah. Like you, you have so many hotels. And you have so many rooms, and uh, unless you're a resident of Hawaii, then uh, only so many people can come. Only the, like like there should be a guy at the door. 
saying like, oh, sorry, club's full. Go away. That that's what I think. Well, that certainly would be an interesting <laughs> approach to, uh, uh, you know, open, you know, like to, you know, traveling to and from a state in the United States. But I suppose uh, uh, Hawaii could petition to, you know, I don't know, secede since it was uh, uh, a sovereign nation that we illegally just blatantly a uh, bunch of businessmen staged a coup and the United States just sort of said, yeah, okay. Like you have well, no legitimacy, but you know, what the hell? Here's, we'll, we'll... here's, here's another idea. Little, little, uh, so we can skirt that the state of Hawaii could, um, could, uh, change zoning laws or something and say that, um, you can only have so many hotels and then, uh, limit the amount of hotels well, that is <laughs> just that, that, somehow, somehow reduce the amount of people going to Hawaii and buying houses in Hawaii somehow because the original residents there, like the native residents there are getting screwed over and it, well, and it's not good. I don't like it personally. And, and I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid. I, to, I don't, I, I think it's bad. I, I, I agree with you. Um, I think it is. I think it is somewhat complicated because, of course, you know they still have to comply with federal law. But one thing I've I've heard, and I don't know if this is, you know, actually feasible and within federal law and whatever. Like I don't, <clears throat> not a not a law guy, but I have heard it proposed that basically there be like a huge extra property tax. Like, oh, you're not actually a you know, you know, a, a citizen of Hawaii, you're not registered to vote here. This is your summer place. Well, then here's your massive additional property tax bill. Oh, yes. And I mean, you know, if it's someone like Mark Zuckerberg, I don't think they'll care that much. But, you know, but Mark Zuckerberg owns like 100 acres on Kauai or something like that. So. Are you serious? Really? Oh, yeah. No, he's one of the acres on he, Hawaii. He, he owns a lot. He's one of the people who went in after Hurricane Iniki and... <laughs> scooped up <clears throat> i hate everything yeah yeah just so much <clears throat> anyway you, know. you were talking about rent control yeah Sorry. well it's just uh uh the supreme court uh will be i guess deciding whether or not uh rent control is something they want to allow and uh we are only like we only got about five minutes left but um uh, I'm just going to lay it out here then because I think it's it's worth talking at least briefly about this. I think uh, I'm in favor of the idea of rent control. Uh, I think uh, <clears throat> I think uh, not only is housing sort of a fundamental human necessity uh, that we should make a fundamental human right uh, and thus support it with government action. Um, also, even to the extent that we treat uh, uh, housing as a market, that people are shopping in. And again, when it's something they absolutely have to have, it's not a free market because people really can't opt to, you know, opt out of like having homes and, or having place to live. Um, there's the additional, I think just, you know, it's, it's appropriate for the government to, to uh, set minimums and bounds on how, uh, how much people can charge for housing or for water and electricity or to say, you know, there I are disagree. minimum. Well, to Next say week. there are, well, or to Next say, the week, set, I'll well, hang on. Well, uh, you've got a couple of minutes. I'll let you have the last word, but just, you know, or the government setting minimum wage. It's like, well, how dare you say, you know, people want to work for a crappy wage. That's on them. It's like, no, no, no. Like wages have to at least provide subsistence. You know, like there has to be a minimum wage that nobody can go below. So, but yeah, what, uh, you've got a couple of minutes, Sue, like you want to at least give us a taste of why you disagree, you know, like, like of, you know, what the other argument is, because I freely admit there is one and, I don't know it that well, so. <laughs> yeah, nor nor do I. But I oh. just, I I really worry about a, a situation where there's central planning of prices and, you know, what the market will bear. Why does that not apply to people who own property? And I understand in places like Hawaii, Alaska is wicked in terms of, you know, prices for real estate. And part of that is that a lot of the property was given back to the Native Amer Americans who deserve the property in Alaska. Same thing should happen in Martha's Vineyard, you know, give it back to the people that it was stolen from. And then, you know, let them decide what to do with it. And, 
you know, what it's worth. I, I just, I really worry about rent control. And I live in Northampton and we have a home rule petition that either is just gone or will be going to the state for Northampton to send its own rent control. So SCOTUS will have to be pretty quick because otherwise Northampton's probably going to have rent control like Cambridge does. So, and you know, it's not, it's not something I agree with. So it's a much longer argument and we had other things to get to, I think tonight. Am I mistaken? Or are we at the end of our, our uh, discussion? We're just about the end. We, we did want to mention that uh, Canada can, um, you know, Canada uh, is uh, on fire still. Um, and uh, the city of Yellowknife, uh, 20,000 residents uh, have been asked to leave. So that's fun. Uh, also in climate news, the um, there is a landmark case in Montana for a bunch of young activists that are uh, suing the state of Montana because in the Constitution, it it promises a, a clean and healthful environment, which they say is not being provided because of all the fossil fuel development in, in the state. So that has been... Um, that was passed that that was agreed with by the by the, the court, court so the court didn't dismiss the case so. yeah thank you so yeah. it's going to the montana S supreme court state supreme court and obviously this is going to go to SCOTUS. it was the judge agreed with them that our children's yeah. trust won they actually won kids are from age 5 to 22 there were 16 mm -hmm. kids involved in the case in montana yeah real landmark so that'll be interesting to watch. That yeah. one I agree with. <laughs> okay. I do too. Um, Being a commotion. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, um, let's try and remember to, to talk about this more uh, in the weeks ahead because I think uh, there's there's a lot to say. And, you know, mortgage rates just topped 7%. So, um, you know, cost of housing is only going to get worse. So, yeah. Anyway, I guess that's going to do it for Civil Politics tonight here on Valley Free Radio. We appreciate you listening. If you want to get in touch with us and let us know what you think, uh, email contact at civilpoliticsradio.com, which is our dedicated website. It has previous recordings of the episodes of the show. Um, otherwise, you can listen to us as a podcast starting tomorrow morning or catch our rebroadcast Monday afternoons at 4 p.m. So thanks for listening. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.